Steven. What's up, everyone? Hi, and welcome to episode 38 <laughs> of Air by Betrayal Talk. I'm Jam. I'm Jubes. And today we're going to get into, right into it. <laughs> right into we're gonna it. Right into the show. Whoa. So there was this, a bit of a controversy that blew up. You don't know about this, really. Um, I know a little bit. I read a couple of things about it, and I'm glad that I waited a couple days to even think about this topic, really, but it seems like it's getting a lot of attention. Um, So a couple things. You know the brand Wazelle. Yes. And you know the women's running magazine. Yes. And you know marathoninvestigates.com, I think. Okay. So, though it was all coalesced into this crazy thing. So, okay. um, basically there was there was a post put up on Marathon Investigates, and it kind of coincided with um, the posting of this magazine title. I'm just going to pull that up real quick so she can see it. There, there was a, a magazine cover, and this woman was put on it, and her name is Kelly Roberts, and she's on the body issue, the cover of the body issue of Women's Running Magazine. Okay. And so he posted, I think, this article the same, whenever that was released. So it it was really peak, like peak interest of this story. So essentially what happened is um, Kelly Roberts is a blogger and an influencer, basically, on social media, um, Instagram and, and whatnot. Um, I think you know, promoting, like, women's body image type things. And um, she is a paid... She is paid by Wazelle. um, And the I guess the controversy began when how she got her attention originally for um, just in general is she she was like band- banditing these races. So she would just, wasn't registered. I, yeah. She would just go out and run them. And she claimed she didn't know the rules or that you weren't supposed to do that. Right. Okay, maybe. But she kept doing it. Right. Or she would do things like run reverse on a course and then hop in with her friend and like basically pace her friend. And she claimed she also didn't know that was true. And then she also would apparently take selfies with hot guys and post it and like I remember when she okay. came on the scene for that because okay. that went viral a Which, little bit a couple things like I think some people are a little bit upset that she's for like positive body image but then she's like taking selfies with hot guys so it's like kind well, of a, I don't know if it's there's not an even issue that. there like she's, but it's more that she's banditing these races that, I mean that's doing that as that, well that instantly makes like triggers me negatively yes. you know like, as, as, as a race director well. but also yes. as someone who like I like to, like, pay my entry. I like to gain entry in the right way to races as well. Like, be legitimate if you're yeah, going to race the exactly. race. If you're going to run the race, then yes. Give respect to the races. Give respect to the sport. Okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, if you need to do your training, if you want to go run a, run near a marathon course that's happening and, like, say hi to your friend, like, wave to them. Don't jump onto the course and run five and, miles with them. Right. Like, that's... I don't see how you think that that is like any way okay, and like that could actually get you disqualified. That should get you as a runner disqualified, or be even banned from the event, or banned. Yeah, like yeah. it's not hurting you; it's also hurting your whoever else is doing it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Marathon Investigates like posted that like they're not they're not happy with this. Obviously, um, I think a lot of people aren't happy with it. 
Um, but then there was more controversy because, and obviously I think you got to take their stuff with a little bit of a grain of salt too. Like they're, um, like that's not the whole story. She isn't like necessarily like, we don't need to totally throw her under the bus. Or I think there is actually a lot of negative hate that it's stirred up towards her, which I think is not cool either. Like, um, but then Ozelle is now, people were like, you know, like they're linked with this blogger. And so now people are hating on Wazelle. And then I just read a uh, post by Sally, uh, the, the, the owner, president or founder of, uh, of Wazelle, um, posted today, kind of explaining the situation further, um, that they like, they, cause there was at one point they actually made a social media post that they said, like they praised banditing of races, like, because, like, what was it? The first woman who ever ran a marathon, like, banded it. She ran in because women weren't allowed to run. Okay, well, yeah, but that was in the 70s. and But she technically, uh, I think she did register for that race. Oh, I think you're right. She, she got a number. She got in, but the race off directors were yeah. trying to pull her off right. the course because she was a woman. And obviously so that's, that's a different story. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. We don't, there's no reason to be banditing races these this no, day and age. People no. that defend it, I, I saw someone just tweeted a minute ago that said like um you know people who can't afford races like it's class warfare i'm like okay no step back like you you don't have to run in a race in order to run like first off you don't have to run expensive races like there's cheap races yes you only have you know racing isn't everything about it has to do with running you don't have to go and run a 200 hundred dollar marathon like that's not necessary but there are other races and like very affordable and good races so but I even like if you want to run 26 miles or a 30 mile go go and run. or just like, go just, just go. put your shoes on and go you don't even need you know? expensive shoes so no um we're going on a lot of tangents here i want to kind of okay, get back like, to it go back but yeah that's just it's kind of an interesting thing um i mean i think it's so Wazelle apologized basically, like and backpedaled, say they do not condone. They do, not, okay. they do they actually it was one person posted it. And I get that, okay, but they they're like, We're not for banditing races. Yeah. Um and they then there was another issue with what do we refer to as a professional runner? Because I think some people were referring to as Kelly and maybe herself was referring to herself as a professional runner. Okay. Um but she's she's not more of an, an she's not an elite professional runner or professional athlete in that regards but right i mean but it's kind she's, of a new thing she's she's a paid social media influencer i would maybe that's the best way to call it like she's being paid for the for running like right but i don't know that i would call her a professional athlete oh but or would i mean you? I but know. no i'm asking are they paying like are is she being paid to run races to compete like to compete in well, races. she's not like she's not winning races, like for but is she competing? Like is she like she's going in and she's like running a hunt? Like, you I know don't what know. I mean? Like, I, or she? Just I think going I think she's getting paid because she's a, such a positive voice. Right. She is a runner, obviously too. So more as a personality than. Uh, I think that's the de- that's the current debate. Okay. Like, there there's a kind of a big thing about that right now. Like what so what do you call someone like her? Do you call it? You know, people are asking, is she a professional athlete? Or what does the term professional athlete mean? I, I don't know if it really matters personally. Like, I don't know that it takes anything away from anyone who calls themselves a professional athlete. Right. I think if you're paid, if you're paid to run, but I think usually it's like... 
I don't know. I think there's like it's it's just maybe a line between mm-hmm. are you a competitive runner who's a paid athlete who's going out to like compete and podium mm-hmm. or win these races or are you a personality who is good for the brand? Yeah. Well, I think it would be like like okay, people in the NBA, professional athletes, right? Yeah. No question. But someone who I don't even know what it would be. But is it like, you know, more like a rec league, but really influential, but gets paid by Nike? I don't know. What do you guys think? Let's, we'd love to hear your yeah, thoughts you on all this. Like, um, I just thought this would be an interesting comments. topic to bring up. Um, I personally don't know if it, if I'm like that worried about it, person, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it matters if I mean, she calls herself a professional technically runner. Technically, she's, she's within um, the world of uh, running and being yeah. athletic, and she's a runner, who is paid, so, I mean, you know, maybe. But I think it's more of a, yeah, competitive versus personality kind of um, And, like, I guess I will follow up. There was a follow-up article just posted um, about Oisel, Oisel's statement um, and just kind of... Um, yeah. Yeah, they're basically... It's it's pretty interesting stuff. It's never, um, ever okay to run a race that you didn't pay for. Yeah. That's the statement. I, yeah. I mean, I think that... And I think, yeah. That's, that's definitely, definitely good. I yeah. think we should all, yeah, definitely pay for races for sure if we run them. It just, it just gets complicated. Um, yeah. So... I remember when she kind of popped up on the scene because it was like she... I think she did her very first, like half marathon but she didn't actually pay for the half marathon and she took a picture or a selfie with a hot guy every mile mm. and that was her like claim to fame but and I don't know if I have an issue with doing stuff and like by that no means like make it fun and make it your race and be you know enjoy it I mean but I do stupid stuff all that, the time like the after the after <laughs> the after of it like when we found out that it was she didn't even pay for the race that she just kind of hopped on the course and then ran 13 yeah. miles like no, that okay. That tarnishes the whole thing. Well, and I think there there might have been something that she was like pr- unapologetic about it. You yeah, know, and did no, it no, again. No, yeah, um, and she can then she continues. And that's to do that's it. really the problem. And I think yeah. we've we've brought those issues up before, especially like even with our outhouse show, where you know I think it was through this marathon investigate site there was some some ultra runners in the Bay Area that were found to be running these marathons, and they would like photocopy bibs and run the races. And I think it's just it's just sour like. It leaves a sour taste in my mouth. I just yeah, but it's I'm, just it's, deceitful. It's, it's a bummer. Um, like yeah, and just being unapologetic. You know, well, yeah, like, that's really just disrespecting like what everyone else is trying to do. You know, to especially the like races. the race organizers. Like for every well, and like even the runners for all the work that they've done and all the what they've invested either financially and or like just the the work that they put into it and then the race organizers as well like it's just for another, all the logistics it's another... of planning for you know x amount of runners and then you've got somebody else who just jumps in and like takes all of the resources that the race provides it's another it's form really unfair. Of, another form of cheating you know just Absolutely. like you know doping is becoming more and more prevalent it's like closing in on our space here and it's like it's just another form of that, and yeah. I just think there's no room for that kind of stuff here. Would you so. band ra- like runners who would band at a race? Yeah, of ours, absolutely. Has someone did? Has someone done it? I don't maybe, know. Maybe someone. Has. And if we find out, oh, you're done. Don't cross us. We will out you <laughs> to the whole community. I think there. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, there could be like. 
I mean, we know a lot of other race directors. There could be some blacklisting yeah. going on if, uh, if that ever becomes a thing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if people apologize and they, I just think there's just no room for it. Just, we don't need it here. I mean, and like, by this point, you can't really claim uh, ignorance. Like, or I just like, can't imagine, like, like, if I wanted to run, like, the Boston Marathon, which I do, um, like, you know, doing it without qualifying, doing it without, you know, paying the fee and, like, I don't know. Or, like, even, like, a, a, like well, I think you can't get away with it at, like, a Western state. It's just too small, you know? Like, yeah. a UTMB, you could probably... Someone maybe someone does bandit that race every year. I don't know, but I just think it's. I mean, I just you're like, cheating it's a, it's, yourself too. Yeah, if really you're doing it that way. Yeah, there's there's something in the process of like qualifying or entering or getting in to a race. You know, there's an excitement like, and it does suck because like in our sport, more and more, it's getting more popular. Like, it is harder to gain entry into these races, and I think well, the lottery races, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing. I don't know if people are actually successfully banditing trail races, you know. Um, I don't know that it's ever happened before, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it spills over because it seems like every week or every major marathon there's yeah. there's bandits. So let us know what you guys think about bandits. Um, we won't waste any more breath on this right now, I guess. Uh, but interesting like topic. That. Wanted to touch topic. on that. Some people were asking for us to touch on that. So right on. Um, let's see what's going on with us. We just had Aravetha just had our double races double down. up in Flagstaff. Yeah. Uh, the Blackout and Big Pine. And we just put out a video on that, yeah. the double yeah. down. And we highlighted a variety of different runners who experienced it. Um, it wasn't just like the front of the pack, which I think a lot of times people are asking for more videos and more perspectives and stories, not just of, like, the the front yeah. winners, the men's winner or whatever. Like, we tried to get, yeah. you know, why someone would want to do the double down. Like, do the night race and the next morning do the day race. And, like, a variety of, they mixed it up. Like, they did maybe a shorter night race and the longer day race. Or um, that one, Jordan, I think his name was, did 27K and then the 54K. Like... Dude ran six loops of that, like, <laughs> all weekend long. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a cool video. Check that out. Some really cool, cool racers out there. Yep, absolutely. And then and then what? What are you going to do? Where, where are you going to go? Where, what are we doing? Well, we're going to Western States soon, and I'm stressing because <laughs> it's coming up way too soon. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of driving in my future. Yeah. I'm driving... I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm driving to Silverton first, which is the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Then I'm driving all the way across. Right. And then you're going to go back and drive. And drive all the way back to Silverton. Back. So. And then you're going to come down and then drive in. That's a lot of driving. Well, I'm going to fly back to Phoenix to Oh, you are going to fly. Okay. But I, I don't know when I'm doing that. But you're doing this, essentially. Doing all, yeah, I don't know why it. I'm doing this. I'm going to do this. And I'll meet you in Silverton. But we actually, are we doing that? We probably won't be here next week on Wednesday. Because we're both en route. Yes? No? Well, I mean, we can film a trail talk there. In Western? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Maybe on Thursday, because I'm not going to be well, there. Yeah. With, I'll be traveling. But yes, yeah, yeah. Thursday. We'll both be, we'll both be driving tune Wednesday. In. We'll be in squad. <laughs> okay, we might do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, well, we absolutely will. Okay. The show must go on. Of course. <laughs> um, 
Anyways, if you guys are just tuning in to the live show, thank you guys first off for taking the time. But you can yeah. go ahead and ask questions below having to do with anything whatsoever, Air Viper Running or beyond the greater trail running space. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We are going to move into the fun, weird, awkward segment of the show where we apparently this week are going to spray each other with water guns. We're going to play Water Wars. Well, actually, you're going to get sprayed because you're going to lose. I mean, really? Just so much. Actually, I always lose. So. Already, that's not um, true. You won last. That you won last week. So this is our weekly segment, Jube Tube. Jube Tube. And it's we're like play YouTube, but with Jube. With me. <laughs> We've got these Silverton. Did you just give me your deck? Okay, that's, I see what's going on here. You don't even know the Silverton Casino in Las Vegas. That's that's fancy. That's awkward. That's really okay. So we're gonna play War. Uh, this is the card game War. And we've got a single pistol. <laughs> this is... Okay, where are my sunglasses at? Um, oh, okay, we so oh, we're going to play fine. War. And how War works, if you guys are not played it before, the younger generations maybe don't know what this is all about. Yeah, it's very And um, we're going to flip a card. The high card wins. Wins. The winner, winner sprays the other person. Yeah. Ready? Evidently. Water Wars. Go. Are we gonna just flip it up and show people, or? Oh yeah, we could. Ready? Ready? Go. <laughs> How do I do this? Oh, is it just a? Oh, <laughs> that was right in my ear. Oh god. Oh, sorry. That was. Oh, we'll get better at it. Okay. Maybe Next. not. Ready? Go. I got more clovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Go. Jack. Oh, gosh, darn oh it. yeah. <laughs> Go. Dang it. Fine. What is the deal? <sighs> You're almost turning away from me. All right, well, All right, okay. Ready? Go. No. King. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was sorry. like three that was, shots. That was one squirt. It, uh, it, my, yeah. finger, my trigger finger got okay, a little ready? happy. Ah. Tie? War. War. So we do three so down. We do three down. Seven. Seven. War again. War again. Double war. We just burned through a bunch of shots. That's kind yeah. of awesome. Ten. Four. Yeah. I kind of feel like double war means like double Turn squirts. this way. <laughs> <laughs> I get more okay. than that one. Uh, get some bonus shots. Okay. okay. Ready? Ace. Come on. Well, ace high or low? Oh, it's a low. Ace wins. Okay. Bit of squirts. Three. And queen. You gotta turn toward me. It was only fair. <laughs> you I, missed. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Ready? Eight, Eight and two. Oh, that means I lose. Aha. And? <laughs> <laughs> Is it war? Nine. Nope. I got ten. Oh. I don't know why we just turn it to each other. I don't know either. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna have like force. one side of just one, really wet two, hair. Three. 
Ace. Come on. I was getting the other side for you. Ready? Okay. Last card. King. Come on. Just shower. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. That was fun. We're going to okay. go to our Q&A segment of the show. So if you guys have questions, um, ask on on Instagram or Facebook. We also have a few questions from uh, the comments of last week's show. RBS Herfy. I'm not, probably not pronouncing that right. How many times have you fallen running with the Osmo? <laughs> oh, I think at least three or four to five times. Um, I actually fell really hard with it at the race this weekend, at the night race, and tripped on a rock. The camera was in my right hand, and I was filming myself, and then it just went, my hand went straight down, and the camera just released and just bit it in the, du- in the dirt. The camera did? Oh, yeah. And then I went spilling off. I caught myself, but I was, I was about to go down. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. It still works, the original one, but it's on its last leg for sure. Uh, Elicio Prez, I clicked the notification so fast. Tony Beckham, what's up? How's it going? Boss is calling. <laughs> he got busted. Oops. Uh, CL Word, is there anything you feel you discovered as an aid station item at your races that you hadn't seen elsewhere? It's an aid station item. Mm, no. I don't know. Like, is there anything that we offer that, like, I don't know. At our aid station that, mm, I don't know. Can't think of anything. It's like a horrible answer. <laughs> Have legs will travel. Just joined in. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Kelly Roberts. That's what Turtle Trek says. Thanks, Turtle. Um, do you feel there's an obligation on the part of participants to report bandits? That's from Chris Ward. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I mean, I think it's just up to each individual person. Um, I mean, I think if... We would appreciate knowing if people are banditing our races yeah. just because I think it's unfair to everyone involved. So, and you can come to us in confidence, I guess, yeah. if you want, yeah. if you know of someone doing that. Turtle Power, would you consider someone running a portion of a race course during a race a bandit? Uh, it just depends on the nature of it. I mean, if someone is just out for a run and there happens to be a race going on that day and they didn't know and they're just doing their normal run, no. If they are, if they're like, if there's, per, let's say their spout, I think it's, it can be complicated, but like the nature of it, like if they're trying to actually run the course and take away from it, or if they're trying to pace someone when they shouldn't yeah. be, I think those are all If they're issues. utilizing the resources from the race, like yeah. from the actual race, if they're going through the aid stations and getting water and nutrition. If and like their spouse is doing a race and they want to go on a different run that day and they use portions of a course, but they go on their own run and they're clearly not right. trying to compete or take from the aid stations and they're just trying to get a run in. No. I don't think there's that's an issue. But I think if they're trying to run with people, with other participants in any fashion, then yeah, yeah so I have an issue with that. Long live Bella. Locally, we had a group who got in trouble with a local trail race for organizing a run on the course the following day. They were all folks who didn't gain entry through the lottery and had volunteered at the race. Thoughts on that? Again, it depends, I think. If they didn't gain entry, the race completely sold out, they all volunteered 
for the race, and then they all like traveled out there, and then we're gonna do a group run. Did they do like the whole course? Is it they? I mean, did they use the course markings? Is that the deal? Like, like if, as long as they're not trying to, I, I can like I don't know. It seems like I don't think I have an issue with that, and if it's literally that, like yeah. the race completely sold out. There's a lottery. They can't get in. So instead, they still wanted to be a part of it. So they yeah. went out there and they like they took over a whole aid station and volunteered. And then maybe like the hung day after out. The, and race, the day after, they're like, they "Well, we're already run. out here. This is a beautiful area. We want to run." Yeah. I don't know if they ran the exact copy of the race or if they just got part of the race in. Um, I think that's more, we're like, more what, talking about like during the actual event. If they tried to organize like other people to join them, like, hey, you didn't get into this race, come the next day. We'll do the same thing. We'll, like if they're trying to recreate the race yeah. the next day, I feel like that's borderline makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, just because, just like I don't know if someone didn't get into Hard Rock and like the day after they went out there and they had. Everything was marked. Yeah, like they got, they tried them. to get forty of their buddies together and have someone roll around in a jeep and give them all food. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe wait another week or do it differently. Yeah. Like, don't try and copy it exactly. Right. Um, then it just becomes I mean, you more could always, uncomfortable. Like, I think. run these courses, but you don't necessarily have to do it like so close to the actual event. Turtle power. Would you consider someone who ran the same ten k course during? a 13-mile training run and didn't use the race aid, a bandit. Are, these are getting very specific. I yeah. feel like is there an instance of something that happened that we should be knowing more about? Would you consider someone who ran the same 10K course during a 13-mile training run and didn't use the race? I so mean, like, while the race is going on? I mean, at the same exact time as the race is going on? So, like, they, if, if like, during a 10K, they went out on their 13-mile and just, like, hopped on course, ran yeah, the that's whole banding. thing. If, it's, if the race is happening at that time and they're, like, passing participants and they're doing the same exact thing, then that's banding. I just think, like, if you're going to run a 13-mile training run, there's no yeah. reason to actually be anywhere near that race. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that is it's banditing if the race is happening and they're doing the same race. And yes, there's other like, there's if other participants intermixed out there. With them, then yes, even if they're banditing. not using the the resources, it's yeah. still it, that is exactly what banditing is. Long live Bella says they did publicly promote their run and sort of parodied the official race's logo. Yes, then, then I think yes, that's banded. that's absolutely um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Think, I mean, that's just, just not cool. To I just no. don't think that's cool to do. Um, so, I could not support that. Jared Dibus, are there any good races in New Mexico? Um, I've done the Jemez Mountains, which is awesome. So, and I know there's other good ones. I just haven't done any of them. So, definitely recommend that one. Camera right, Jeeves is off. Okay. Sorry. Any tips for someone racing in Europe, Jared Dibus? Um, my main tips, let's see... Jet lag is a real thing, so plan for that. <laughs> Aid stations are going to be different, and the rules are different. So know the rules, know what to expect. Um, a lot a of lot times of they have a lot of times they have um, mandatory equipment. Yeah. So make sure you know what it is yeah. and you have it. And sometimes they're very specific. Like 
your jacket must weigh a certain amount or it must have this type of a seam in it, like a waterproof seam, or it must be of this weight material. Yeah. So they get really specific. They do, and or like this width of a fabric bandage. Like it gets really crazy, but... Um, and a lot of times they, you have to have a working phone in that country as well so that they can notify you if there's an issue going on. Wow. Um, also, the food can be different at the aid stations. Um, I love the fact that they have sparkling water. It's cool. the best thing ever at a race. Um, don't put it in your bottle, though, because it'll explode. <laughs> it just it keeps fizzing up. Turtle Power. Havilland 100 has hamburgers after the second loop. No one else does that. Oh, you know, I was at Nanago. They gave me bacon shots. I thought that was the best thing in the world. Shots of bacon shots grease? Shots of bacon. No, no, no. Not bacon grease. Like, they chopped up little bacon. Like, they had bacon, chopped it up, and then put it in a cup. So you're not, like, like taking strips of bacon away. Like, it's just little... Bacon bits. Little bacon... They made their own bacon bits. It's amazing. Hello. Marathon 07, do you have concerns about the Highline Fire affecting your races in the Mogan area? Oh. Um, I mean, of course. It is, Yeah. The area that is burning, I think, burned once before in 1990. So it's kind of, it's reminiscent of the Dude Fire, which actually a few people died in, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, it really sucks, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, we're kind of, we're monitoring the situation for sure. There's not a lot, we we can't really do anything, so I'm not losing yeah. sleep over it. Um, but it does, it it is affecting parts of the course. I mean, they, the they've already closed about half of the course through the end of July because of the concerns even yeah. above the rim they've yeah. clo- just closed the forest off so we're just gonna have to see how that plays out see if it affects our course in any way I mean we're gonna hopefully if I mean if we have to go out there and help in any way we will gladly do so but there is going to be some additional erosion concerns probably for quite a while to a come but it, yeah. I mean the areas burned before and the I think and the Zane Gray even happened I think the next year every time so yeah. fires happen and things recover from it so we're just gonna have to hopefully they can get this thing under control and then we can see where we go from there and um yeah we're just it's we're just kind of watching watching like everyone else is and hoping the best for the firefighters and hoping the best for the communities um that are out there hopefully no uh homes are lost or anything like that yeah um but yeah right now they're trying to contain it within the north of the highline trail west of the myrtle trail and south of forest road 300 up on the rim and I don't know if it's jumped those lines yet or not, um, but we'll just have to see. So yeah. it's definitely a concern, and I know um, Joe from Zane Gray 50 is also following that really closely right now since it is, it's really heating up this weekend too. So yeah. it's drying it's out. It's really dry. And there, it's been windy, so those are all like perfectly bad. Sandra uh, Weimer. Bobby Gibb ran the first marathon as a bandit. Catherine Schweitzer is also one who registered, is the one who registered. So, in that marathon that we were saying. Yeah, and yeah. I think that I would say those are, okay, so there was, an, there was so, a bandited runner, apparently. Yeah, I guess. And I think, like, that's obviously, like, initiating, like, a social change, maybe, like, and I think that we can respect that, um, but... That's not an issue today. I don't know that there's a... You need to make a statement by banditing a race in this day and age. No, by no means. Um, I think you can register and make a statement. (laughs) 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 Something like that. Um, Emily Willeming? Um, She shouldn't get a PR, but not losing sleep over it. She she sound get... 
banned. She should get banned when caught. Yeah. I think it's sound. So it should. Yeah. For sure. Um, Annalisa says, what's your favorite trail to run and why? Oh, man. There's so many trails. <laughs> uh... The Hard Rock Course. Yeah? That's a trail. That's a lot of trails. It's a lot of trails. Uh, man, what's a good one? I don't know. I The trail above Island Lake is awesome. Yeah. The Grand Canyon is awesome, although, like, everyone runs there now. Yeah. I don't know what else. I need to run more. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, and Marisa Jenkins says, if you're going to be playing games on the show, you need to try Pass the Pigs. Okay. Really? Coming soon. Pass the Pass pigs. Pass the pigs. Um, I've actually done this, and it is hilarious. Oh, oh it's so fun. Okay. Um, Aaron Sarkar says, I'm interested in a 24-hour race. Heard from Zach Bitter that you guys put on a nice one. Is the race, in, is it an invited one, or how should I get in? Uh, probably talking about Desert Solstice. Yeah, so Desert Solstice is an invite only, and mm-hmm. it's um, catered towards like elite runners looking to set records looking to um, make the U.S. team or whatever Mm -hmm. country they're from team. It's for top performances. It's on a track. Uh, We do have a few other fixed time events. So we have across the years. We also have a couple at Nardini Manor. The Hotfoot Hamster just took place, a 24-hour race, um, on a 500-meter loop. And then we have the Jackrabbit Jubilee in September, which is a 12-hour. 12-hour race, yeah. Uh, Also have Silverton multi-day. It's not really going to be good for setting records, though. Nope. It's at 9,000 nope. 9, feet And it's a lot of climbing, for sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you want to check out specifically uh, the qualifications Desert yeah. for Desert Solstice, because we do have some qualifiers, just go check that out on our website, and you can apply for this year. Cool. Uh, Sandra Weimer. Um, one of the issues people are having with Kelly is that she took photos of hot guys and posted them without their knowledge. If a man had done that, everyone would be upset. Um, why would a double standard be okay? Yeah, like if I like ran a half marathon, yeah, and like every mile I took a picture with a hot chick, yeah, or hot girl, hot woman, whatever. No, okay, so was it like a <laughs> selfie with them, like not knowing that they're being photographed, or was it, hey Jam, come and take a selfie with me? Well, I think, and then I'm gonna post it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what she did exactly but I could see how that there could be a double standard like if a, if a man did that yeah people would probably be up in arms but people are up in arms about her as well so but apparently it did work for getting her publicity true true uh Christoph Forty says that's so true sparkling water is yes. the best it's the best <laughs> Tamara Anderson says are you Jam Jam or Jamil please specify block no uh, I am, I am both. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I should answer that seriously or. You're jam. It's and then jam mul- jam. Multiple personality disorder. Oh gosh. I don't know what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Zanger, uh, what are your thoughts on using saunas for heat training versus getting out in the active? Do it. Do. And <laughs> active in the middle of the day. Do you find heat training helps sea level runners at altitude or out? At okay, a lot of questions there. Yeah. Okay, use what you got. I mean, yeah. here, 
you can just go out at noon and get your heat training in because it's 100 it's degrees at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, but if you live in like Canada or Sweden, get your ass in the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just not going to get the same effect anywhere else. Um, yeah. I like I've seen I've been watching Elob Olson on his Instagram stories, and he's he's like. Uh, in the sauna and then he'll like jump out real quick and he'll like do like a barbell lift and then he'll go right back in the sauna and or he'll be doing like these stair climbers in the sauna like up and down the little thing so he's like actually trying to actively work out in the heat in the heat yeah so that I mean it's just important it's important not just to spend time there but also to be exerting in the heat as well because that will be like at western states and the canyons they're going to be exerting themselves in the heat not just sitting on yeah. a bench with like a towel over them and then the second part of that question, do you find heat training helps sea level helps sea level runners at altitude? Yeah, so I mean heat and altitude, just like speed and hills, like they're stressors on the body and they can get you in better shape. So like I think it's not going to be a perfect substitute for altitude training. It's not going to give you the all those physiological benefits like increasing your blood cell count, you know, mm-hmm. that you get from going up to altitude over a course of a couple of weeks and then your body's producing more of that. Yeah. Like you're not going to get that. Um, but you are going to stress your body in a way, just like if you are just fitter in general, you're probably going to feel better at altitude than if you are just more sedentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Thomas said she could always open a GoFundMe. Um, by the way, Michael crushed the San Diego 100. We had Michael Carson, uh, out at San Diego 100. He was well, amazing. Second overall. Yeah. yeah. Michael killed it. Um, addressing that. I think she's, he's talking about the girl that banded the races. Yeah. I don't know that she was ever hurting for money to enter these races. I think she just, I don't know what she was thinking, actually. But maybe she was, and maybe that's why she did it. Yeah. But I think at some point, I mean, I, she's not in that position now. Like, she could probably gain entry to any race she wants to just because she's yeah. an influencer. She's sponsored, yeah. Um, for sure. Um, Tamara Anderson says, April Fool's, did you really buy the Barkley race? I can't believe this is still out there. You should go look at the date of that article because it was posted on April 1st. So, um. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Sandra Weimer specifies she, they did not know that they were getting their picture taken. So she just okay. was taking selfies of hot guys. Probably they were unknowing. And I don't know that, I don't know that they're the ones that are upset. I think it's just the idea of it in general. I'm just like, do you think the guys themselves posting. are like pissed that she posted a picture of them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Know. I can't imagine. But I, I mean, can't I, imagine that they would. But like, maybe because like, they feel like just, if someone comes up and be like, anybody. "I want to take a selfie with you," you kind of know. Like if you're like, "Oh no, no, no," or like, "Hey, don't post that." Like you yeah. kind of. Or maybe I, is it just any it, like in general anybody who's in a photo, you know. Unknowingly I feel like if you see on, a photo of you media. being taken, then yeah. you can say something about it. But if you, I mean, yeah, if they didn't know it was being taken, that's kind of messed up. Um, Danny says, you are the jam. The jam. Okay, Marisa maybe shedding some more light on the situation. It wasn't okay. that she didn't have the money needing a GoFundMe. She was offered comp entries to promote their race and turned it down. <laughs> Why? Why would you do this? You just... This girl's digging herself a hole, but uh, she is getting a lot of media attention right now, so yeah. maybe it's all working. In the... uh, Mark Cosmos, he just joined. What's up? What's up, Mark? What's up, I run? Jam Jam, I was so intrigued that you went to Barkley on your own. Will you do that again or have more crew? Is this just how you roll? 
I am Rosa, by the way, as Insta... My name is weird. Hey, Rosa. <laughs> uh, I went with no crew because I wasn't, like, super prepared, and I didn't want to spend more money to bring people, and also I just wanted to keep it low-key. So if I am fully prepared next year, I would like to bring a crew because it will help me a lot. I even just... I was watching the video last night, actually, of me, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, get, get back out on the loop. Like, I was just sitting around taking forever. I'm like... Get your ass back out there. You don't have time to be sitting for like 15 to 20 minutes in between each loop. Yeah. You really don't because it adds up. If you do that every loop, you've got, you wasted an hour yeah. or an hour and a half. You've just burned through it, not making any forward progress. What up, Mark? Missed you the other day in your store. We brought I brought Taggart by, and he terrorized uh, your location. Sorry if you're missing a bunch of uh, recovery balls. They, he was throwing oh. them all over the store. Oh, my. <laughs> Spearcater, would you buy the Barkley if you could, or is there no Barkley without Laz? I would not buy the Barkley. Like it, I don't think there's a Barkley without Laz. That's my personal take. Nice. So, uh, Mike Harris, what day are you heading to Western next week? We have to be there by Thursday morning. Yeah. Have legs will travel nine days out from Western. Favorites to beat Jim and Casey. I want Jim to win. For sure. If someone were to He's beat him, so hard. If someone were to beat Jim, I would want it to be Eli Olson. <laughs> Casey, I wouldn't mind if Casey won again. She's super nice and amazing. Um, if someone were to beat her, I think it would be. I think it would be interesting, and I it's going out on our outhouse show today. Camille Heron, I think, would be an interesting one. I just, I'm impressed by. I don't know. I like her racing style. It, to me, it just seems like kind of like crazy and like, like she just goes like out of her mind. Mm-hmm. And I know what racing like that is because I've done it before where I've just like run so fast and crazy out of my mind. And I just feel like she's got that little like it factor. I don't know what it is, but I kind of like it. All right. And, and she's hilarious in her post interviews <laughs> when she's like drinking beers. Like it's, it's really funny, I think. But, um, and, and I don't know, like, it'd be kind of historic because, I mean, she's really talented, really fast. She just won Comrades, and Anne Trayson won Comrades in Western. I think it'd be a cool for someone to repeat that because nice. it's been, like, 20 years since that happened. So uh, we'll just see. Oh, God. Snap reaction. This is Skylar. Snap reaction to the Nick Simmons vlog. Feel like you're starting the trend of running training vlogs that also should day-to-day work. Thank you very much. I feel like, I don't know, I mean, I do f- I do feel like I was one of the first Trail Ultra guys to do, do vlogging, like, over a year ago. I don't know that there was anyone else doing it exactly like that. Ginger Runner was doing his, his videos. Mm-hmm. Billy Yang's doing his films about other people. Sage was doing all kinds of things, but not exactly like a, really, like vlog. a vlog. Right. Like, like a Casey Neistat vlog style, but obviously, like, yeah, it's popping up everywhere now. Snap reaction. Uh, I don't know. I think it's cool that other people are giving it a go. I think it's really insightful to see what goes on behind people's lives. Like, and I like the real. I like it when people like the more realness. That's what I try and do. I try to be authentic, authentic. with my videos. Yeah. Show how I'm really feeling. It's not all rosy all the time. Um, I thought my snap reaction. I thought it was funny when he was like getting ready for his run, and he like pops a pack of the he's like tying his shoes and then he like pops the gum in his mouth 
because he's the, like the the founder of Run Gum, Run which gum. is like caffeinated yeah. caffeinated gum. I just think it's kind of funny because to me it's awkward because I never think like I'm getting ready for my run. And I'm like, oh, I gotta grab my my gum real quick, you know? <laughs> like it seems kind of weird. But maybe people run and chew gum, but I don't. I don't even. I mean, chew I gum, think no. So. I think there are people who like. I mean, my brother runs with like Jolly Ranchers, so there's you know. But gum, like I don't know. I like don't know. Bob Trident or like I've tried. I've tried the run gum. Like I mean, a, yeah. I, I want. Know, run, I, I, would, don't, I, I would try run I, gum if. if I feel I was like I'm gonna trip and like choke on it or something. I don't know. But the other thing <laughs> I will say about the vlogging is I feel like yeah. there's there's a lot of people doing it now. Yeah. So I got to go like I got to ratchet it up. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Go up in a couple notches. <sighs> this guy <laughs> got to get my back over here. Yeah, but I Nick Simmons. If if I had to say, I thought it was funny that the first video he posted on his YouTube channel was him trying to fly his drone. It was really he was like in a parking lot and he just uploaded like a thirty second raw footage clip of of just a drone shot. Yeah, and it was like funny because it's like, dude, like. It's, it's cool you flew your drone, but, like, you don't need to put it on YouTube. Oh, God. Like, you could just keep that on your file on your computer. And like, but but I'm sure I mean, it's pretty better. authentic, though. I mean, I'm sure they will get better. Uh, Jubes is the coolest. Awesome shirt. Gurf Pernick. Gary Robbins could inherit the Barkley. I think he would be mad enough one day to run it. <laughs> <laughs> he's He's got the beard for it, for sure. Uh, also from Gurf Perk, <laughs> everyone doing their vlogs. Also different. I mean, look at Mako and his karaoke skills. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. pretty funny stuff. I, and it's cool to see the different styles popping up. I, I do dig that for sure. Um, trying to think of everyone doing it right now. We've got Mako did a few, and then now he's on a hiatus for Western States, which mm-hmm. is probably smart. Uh, Avery Collins has some stuff coming out, which I think a buddy of his is editing those for him. Um, both Billy and Ethan are both doing some vlogging now. Yep. They've got some little episodes. Um, Billy Yang has from the window seat, and he's yep. done about six. And Ginger, or Ethan, however, whatever you want to call him, Ethan has done about 20 of them now. Okay. Um, they started out following his journey of showing off his Western States film about Brian Morrison, and yep. then now it is following his move from Los Angeles to Seattle and that's been cool to see the behind the scenes of that stuff. Nice. Um, and then I know there's a whole number of like lesser well-known runners that are starting to film their experiences. Um, and I'll give a quick shout out to the Run Films Connect Facebook group that was started cool. by Tom Tranto, I think. And um, there's like a community of people on Facebook there that are like, if you are interested in making videos about your running, like you can go there and get some support and tips and share your share your view your videos with people so check it out um marathon 07 i hike and run with gum but i'm afraid of choking someday i would never run with jolly ranchers (laughs) i don't know i run i run and eat all the time so i'm probably just as bad but yeah Lori hall says watching you while on vacay (laughs) she's poolside that's awesome um jamil would you come to the baldy marathon sometime I don't think anyone's completed the 100 mile in the event yet. Um, I think I was invited to that. Number one, my heart's with the Barkley. I know there's some kind of uh, inspired events, um, but I'm going to stick to the Barkley for now. Um, I also think we have mm-hmm. a lot of events going on in the fall, so I, I will check it out, though, at some point. And then Andrew DeLugo says, uh, regarding the vlogging trends, how important do you think 
uh, athlete transparency is in the sport, especially with its increasing popularity? I think it just depends on who you are as an athlete. Um, mm-hmm. I think some people like to be more private or they don't want that to share their lives on camera, I guess. Um, so I think that I think it's cool when it's intriguing when you do get to see them with them being more transparent or real or just it feels like they're talking to you, you know, as yeah. a viewer. I like that. Um, I think it'd be fun to see more some more of those type of things. Like I think it'd be fun to like I actually I'd love to create some series like that. But anyways, um, it'd be fun to see some more of them, I think, pop up. Um, and then Christoph Forty says, uh, in, if it interests you, there are there's a really good Spanish vlog um, about different endurance sports um, and challenges all over the world. Valenti San Juan has several YouTube channels and a docu of his projects these last years. Cool. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Cool. So we had a few questions from our YouTube comments. So again, those of you watching on YouTube or listening to this podcast, um, and you can't tune in live because you're working, as you should be. No. Um, as many of you are, I know, um, we, you can leave a comment below in the YouTube video, um, and we will answer those. So, uh, Justin D wrote last week, Hey, I just started running this year. I did a 25 K last month and loved it. My goal long term is to run a hundred milers someday. What's your best piece of advice for someone like me? And how long do you think it'll take me to get to that level? Love all your videos. Cool. Thank you. Um, just started running this year, did 25K last month. I would say maybe by next week. No, um, by 2018, you'll probably be ready for a 100-miler. Um, don't rush into it. But I think, I mean, you definitely could probably get up to and run a 50-miler by the end of the year, I would say. I mm-hmm. think that's doable. Um, you could probably do a 50K this maybe by the fall or late summer. Um, you know, I think just... I don't know if you have a training program or a coach, but if you're if you're just getting into it, I would say it's easy to get too excited, and the worst thing is to go overboard and injure yourself. Um, I actually can think of some people in our running group that trained up, ran their first 100 at San Diego 100 a couple years ago, and got pretty injured after, and they're, okay. they're still not back to that level, okay. um, which which is like you're you're enthused, you're excited. You see that it almost looks like everyone else is like doing insane miles. You look up on Strava and it can become like you can feel inadequate or like there's this, oh yeah. my God, Jim Walmsley did another 140 mile week or Chris Mako did another, you know, 30 mile day. Like this is crazy. I should be doing more. But you don't see the like 10 to 15 years of running that took them to get to this point. Yeah. So like know where you're at. And be okay with that process and just enjoy it, you know? Like, you have so much enthusiasm right now. You're like, you loved it and you're excited. Um, Just take it one step at a time and, like, enjoy the journey. Let's see. We got some more here. I'm trying to find the questions. Um, Marisol. Great episode as always. Thank you for answering my question. Question for Jubes. I saw a posting in Facebook of you singing at Born to Run. It was very short. Will you sing for all of us? <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> Do you have like a little riff? Right now? Yeah. No. Sing to me. What? Sing something. I don't. 
No, I'm not prepared to do things. I get actually like terribly, terribly uh, stage fright. E. What? Seriously? That's shocking. No, shouldn't. What? No, seriously. But when I when it comes to singing, like I get very, very nervous. Hmm. Can I get you to join my rap video? Probably, because it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna no, be it's like it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be like just, every, it's lit. It's gonna be lit. That's the thing. Like it's only like <sighs> a couple of people involved, so it's. It's okay. Or it's there's like, just a couple of people involved. There's me and there's Enzo here. But that's not true. That's not. There's a whole bunch of people but involved. But you were really good, like off the charts. Not off the charts. Uh, but I'm. I'm okay. Right. We are. <laughs> yeah. Rap, Some, rap video. Run steep, get high versus run flat, stay low. Okay. I'm calling you out, Skylar. We're coming for you. Run steep, cruise here. See, she's got. She's, she's rocking it. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is so Skyler is so against this idea. It's hilarious to me. I don't get it. Like, is, oh come on, do you, Skylar, are you, you like? Do you, are you embarrassed that I that like I might rap and like it's just going to be embarrassing for you, or what? You might, or I might, might embarrass myself because I don't care about that. You're kill obviously, it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do anything. That's right. We're we're gonna put it out there and we're gonna call this guy out and he's. We'll see if he responds. He may not. Shamo Skyler. Shimon. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna get burned so bad on this. It's gonna be awesome. He is gonna destroy me. It's gonna be great. He's gonna destroy me. Okay. I'm gonna be like Andy Samberg and be embarrassing as hell. Okay, Mary Saul. So Jubilee is not gonna sing for us right now. Not right That's now, cool. but I mean, I, eventually, <laughs> maybe I'll bring in my ukulele and I'll sing, do something. Okay, go. Moving on. Also, I have another question for you, Jam Jam. What do you suggest for blister prevention? Um, yeah, I think we've had this before. There's friction that happens in your feet. I don't get yeah. blisters really. Actually, I just got some. <laughs> I don't get them. But I, I don't get them, some. but I got some uh, just currently. I think squirrel's nut butter. Yes. Or body glide around there. Something. Squirrel's nut butter, man. Put that on your toes in the little crevices and cracks and then just, up, you know, all of it. It helps. Cool in Olympia. How's your plant, poison plant legs and feet? Good. Solid. How much water would you have brought to that long day's run hike with your friend looking back? Uh, talking about our adventure from like last week uh, where we did 35 miles in the desert. I carried almost a gallon. It would have been nice to have another two liters probably. We would have been a lot better off, but that's a, already a lot of weight, you know? Are you running with more water now, especially since it's summer and hot in Arizona? Uh, absolutely. I am, but I'm also heading to Colorado soon, so I don't have to carry anything because I can just drink from the snow melt. True, true. <laughs> uh, my favorite water setup, I personally like the Salmon vest with the uh, collapsible water bottles. And then, like, on that one, I had, like, other water bottles just stashed, like, everywhere. Uh, what hiking app do you use? That Unleashed82 is asking about that, probably also referring to... I actually use... I like this one called Trail Forks, although mm-hmm. it is... A mountain biking app so it doesn't have trails that are in wilderness areas but check it out it's awesome you can use it on airplane mode mm-hmm. it's really good stuff my favorite app one that i like even better than that but it doesn't have a lot of trails on it is the arizona trail app uh it is an incredible tool and resource so if you are in arizona they also make them the same people that make that app make like the long trail and the appalachian trail and all, all these other ones 
but it's like really, really cool app. It downloads the whole map onto your phone. You can use it in airplane mode. It pinpoints where you are versus the trail. So if you want to check out Arizona Trail, you can just download this app. It's like 10 bucks, and you can find out like where all the water sources are at, where all the trailheads are at. It's really, really cool. Kyler Newton. Hey, guys, I was wondering if either of you have had any experience with the Moab Red Hot 55K. This is the race I'm considering right now for my first ultra. If you haven't ran it, what races would you suggest? I would recommend running the Black Canyon 60K here in Arizona. That's one of our races. Um, I think it's an incredible point-to-point race, super fun, great atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I would recommend. (laughs) I'm just going to promote our own race because I think it's amazing. Uh, Agreed. Come and visit us. Uh, tune in next time <laughs> as we troll Skylar some more with our fake rap battle. And maybe Jubes will sing. Maybe. Maybe I'll, yeah. In fact, then... if you want Jubes to sing, oh, tweet her at Happy Jubilee. Or at Jamil Curry. And If you don't want to hear me rap, tweet at Jamil Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can, but... We have rap chat. You can We're practice. going to troll Skylar because he trolled me. Yeah, Skylar. I don't know. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. We will be back every week. and um, Next week, we'll be in Squaw. You can catch this show live. We don't know when it will happen. Who knows? If you want to follow us on Instagram uh, and on Facebook, you can see when those notifications go out. Yep. And you can be sure to tune in. Um, you can also, again, leave your comments below this episode. We will answer them in next week's show, so you can keep tuning in. It's just like, we, we got you hooked in, and we're just going to keep reeling you back. Keep watching. If you want to support this show, come run over one of our races. Yes, please. I like high fives. There's no Patreon, but uh, come, come, r- come run a race, and come meet us, and come hang out with us. Please. That is our uh, call to action for you. We have all sorts of events for you. Is that enough plugging? Sure. Cool. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.